Welcome back to Gills Arena, presented by Underdog Fantasy. Whoa, whoa! Back with the living legend, Gilbert Arenas. We're gonna yeah. see your shoes later in the show, but they—they they really are. You wanna show them now? They pull them up. Ooh, That's fluffy. That's yes, fluffy. sir. We got Rashad McCants back in the building. <sighs> Let's go. Coordinating with the crowd always. Oh, man. It's coordination. Always. Let me go ahead and let y'all know I'm fresh from Bahamas, man. I'm ready to rock. <laughs> oh, you came from the Bahamas? Fresh from Bahamas, oh, man. Geez. I'm a whole new. <laughs> whole new me. Okay. <laughs> Meditated and everything. We're going to see. We're going to get it going on the show today. And we got the Glance LED ticker hey. making its debut on yes. the show. Shout out to the folks over at Glance. If you want to get one, go to glance-led.com. Mm -hmm. Use promo code Gills Arena, 10% off. Yes, sir. And while we're in the promo and mood, we always got to show love to Underdog Fantasy. If you still ain't signed up for Underdog Fantasy, they keep the lights on, they keep this show. Coming to you on YouTube, so we appreciate them. But make sure you download the app, use promo code Gills Arena, and they will match your first deposit up to $100. You can get some bread, Gil. Mm. Yes. You're really I, hidden. No, no, I've been getting smacked. Not even Still? Like, still. <laughs> still. You got to keep it light. Two or three or less. See, my problem is I always go four or five, then somebody will betray me, like Jerry Vanderbilt did last night. We didn't get that steal you gotta, that I needed. You got to get the insurance, though. You know, if I, you do the five, you got to do the insurance so you just cover your back. Bro, I did it cuts the bread down. It does. Bro, and I, I hate did that. three with insurance, lost all three. Oh, shit. I was like, I need more insurance. <laughs> 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 I need to insure all three of these people. God dang. Well, we're going to get it back on track. And just a reminder to everybody out there Gills Arena is going live starting next Tuesday, Let's April go. 11th, 11 <sighs> a.m. Pacific. That's our time. P.m. Eastern. You know, you're not doing shit. You're going to be in your lunch break at the West Coast. If you work a normal schedule on the East, you're going to be winding down. Boss is going to be getting on your nerves at this point. Mm. Go ahead, pull it up on the phone, put the <laughs> AirPods in, watch the show. We appreciate you. A lot of y'all just YouTubing anyway. Yeah, yeah, ain't yeah. yeah. Well, watch phone. it whenever, whenever you got time. <laughs> but before we get into the important stuff, I got a quick one for y'all, and this comes from Reddit. So I just need to get your opinion on it. A woman went on a date with a dude to a restaurant. Now, she likes to dip her food in ranch dressing, okay. but the, ranch, uh, the restaurant didn't have ranch dressing, so she dipped to a local convenience store, grabbed her bottle of ranch, came back to the restaurant. I'm not, I'm not really, you know. But the dude on the date wasn't feeling it, let her know about it. <laughs> so I need your opinions. Is she a keeper or a creeper? She's a keeper. Ranch is amazing. Well, you said I was a girl or? So the, the, the girl on the date did it. She needed. To, she likes to dip her food in ranch. Oh, understandably. Is this? Are you trolling me? No. Oh, why does this happen to you? You no, ain't never had trolling ranch. Me? You ain't never had ranch. No, no. This is a Kwame Brown thing. <laughs> what? No, no. Swear to God. Are y'all trolling me? No. That's not a Kwame. bullshit. Is his? Is this his situation? Yes. He. He. <laughs> wait. Are you serious? This came from Reddit. Did this happen to him? Because I. I probably yes. Did. He went to a French restaurant. They didn't have French dressing, and he went and got French dressing from another place, and came back and had his French dressing. And he used to wear like a fanny pack with fish dressing in it all the time. Man, like, are y'all shit, y'all? Are you so, serious? All that tells me y'all need to end the beef, Gil. No, Gil, I'm just saying stop. that. I really thought you. I really no. thought you was trolling me. No, this came from Reddit. This was this was actually a real thing. He does not promise care. Cause you, cause the rest of them. Oh, because I call him a female too. So I just I thought that was trolling. My bad. My bad. My bad, y'all. I thought it was. I thought he was trolling me. Okay, but in this particular case, are you do not I'm play fair? I don't care if she if she wants fresh dressing. She gets some fresh. I mean, ooh. a ranch. 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 
My bad. My bad. My bad, y'all. This is innocent. It's innocent. Ranch. In the beef. If she yeah. wants ranch, then she goes somewhere else and get ranch. That's fine with me. Okay. Ranch What's ranch. gonna happen after? That's all I care about. <laughs> when is ranch meal kicking in? Hey, for real. You when is drink money kicking man, in, sweetheart? I want to know if it was Hidden Valley or not. That's <laughs> if it was like Wishbone, whatever the other one. Yeah, ah, no. you gotta go. She gotta go. Craft acceptable. Mm. No, no, sir. Some, I mean, you know, some people are really picky about like dressings. They, they yeah, for they, sure. They uh, have, and some places just don't have good stuff. I used to so go to Hooters in my college days. They used to do Wing Wednesdays. We were starving college students, but they would overcharge for the ranch. Yes. So we would go ahead. Bring your own? Yeah. And I heard stories about your teammate, Brendan Haywood, when he was at North Carolina. Mm -hmm. He used to go to Burger King. He didn't want to pay for the cheese, so he would just get the Whopper, no cheese, bring it to the crib, <laughs> put the cheese on the Whopper. Really? Yeah. Yeah. True story. Really? From the legend Brian Morrison, UNC. Like, it's, it's serious. Like, Unbelievable. Come on. Come on. Ranch, though. Uh, teammates do weird things. I, uh, Juan Dixon used to bring his own sheets. Bench? To the hotel? Benches on the hotel. Honestly, I, I could get he used down to bring his own because he liked his thread versus the. <laughs> he said, my thread count is my 800 thread. and above. Man, that's immaculate. It's an immaculate thread count right there. You know, they be doing like the black light on it. And you see, the, I just don't trust the hotels to change the sheets enough. Like, and he brings his own toilet paper. Then, uh, what? He brings his own toilet paper, his own sheets. They do be having some cheap ass toilet, toilet paper. They always got the one yeah. ply, which but, you would think. Yeah, you got it. It's wipes now. Though. <laughs> you got to have wipes. You know what I'm saying? You, know, no. you, you see the vision. <laughs> Baby wipes go a long way, guys. I'm gonna give you that little tidbit. I'm sure a lot of y'all use it already. And don't that, look down on it. If you, don't give them that credit. Don't give them that credit. That story was a real one. It wasn't a troll. I just thought you was trolling me. Nah, just so we can clear the air. Clear the air. Okay. Yeah, we're trying to have a mediation. We want to get everybody together, okay? I just came from a meditation treat, Gil. You can't That's, be bringing this negative energy. He's telling me the story. I'm like, wait, hold on. I don't, <laughs> if, you, if people think I'm bullshitting, go to Sally Jenkins' oh uh, story on Kwame Brown 2001. And you will read that in there. Trust me. It's right there so y'all don't think I'm trolling. <sighs> Honestly, yeah, bringing the dressing with you, I, I cannot knock. I think that's a good move. Mm -hmm. That young woman wanted to go get her some dressing. She paid for it. She brought it back. The restaurant was hating, though. No outside food. That's why you got to be discreet. Hey, they've been doing the hot sauce. People carry hot sauce yeah. all the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. You know no what I'm saying? Ain't nothing, ain't nothing different about they that. They try to hit you with Tabasco sometimes. It's like, I can't. Not Tabasco. <laughs> Do better. Do better. <laughs> Do I, I fuck with the Cholula, though, when they got that. At least have the Cholula on deck, too. But talking about food, we got to talk about a lot of dudes that have been cooking around the association. Mm -hmm. So let's show them some love with hibachi time. Here we go. Cook it up. I just got bearing on my ear said that was an A-plus segue, so I just want everybody at home. <laughs> I'm working on the segue. I see y'all comments. I see y'all slander, and it's going to make me better, all right? I don't take any of it personal Thanks. because I'm getting a bag from Underdog. Hey. All right. But first, <laughs> let's start. And Rashad, I know you get a little annoyed when we talk about these Lakers, but we got to talk about these Los Angeles Lakers. LeBron Raymond James Sr., 37 points, six assists, five rebounds, and the game winner versus the Jazz. Started out a little tough fourth quarter, eerily similar to that Celtics game. He drove for the layup, tricked it. Lakers fans was a little nervous. Mm -hmm. But let's, ooh, let's look at Bronovan. Really out here getting it. Bronovan. Mm. He really did his thing. And uh, he turned it up in OT, dropping nine points, like I said, including that game winner. Look at that. Oh. Don't look like nothing wrong with that damn ankle. Here we to go. Me. Huh. 
Ah, look at that Ooh. clutch. Ah, okay. Game winner. Okay. Another game winner to yeah. add to his resume. Ooh. So why ain't he doing this every time? He do this. Like every time. He averaging 30 something. No, like in the clutch. I need this every time in the clutch. Give me the ball, I'm going to get a foul or I'm going to get a bucket. Why is he not doing throughout his career? Well, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, I'm getting upset with that. <laughs> it's too <laughs> late to get upset. <laughs> it's too late. <laughs> During his post-game interview, LeBron's teammates paid homage to the king. Uh, you can make shots offensive. You got to be able to get stops down the stretch, you know, especially when you're uh, playing against teams that have been scoring. So uh, we had to get stops, and we did that. LeBron. Exquisite goat noises. Shout out to Angelo Russell who led the charge. The rest of his teammates who followed suit. It's kind of weird. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I know. Listen, <laughs> it's kind of weird. I don't mean to throw like like gasoline on the fire, but I know one thing, one thing for sure. But uh, Jordan has never got those sounds from his teammates. Yeah. I don't think they can make those type of sounds. I don't think they even thought about it. Which, he, like, <laughs> as, a, as a man, were I don't they think saying, he's just, <laughs> it doesn't feel natural. As were they man. saying goat at that point, though? Were they making... Yeah, that's a goat. Okay. I sounded like a sheep to me. It's a goat. Sounded like a sheep to me. It didn't sound like no damn goat. It sounded like a bunch of <laughs> sheep out there. Like, yeah, LeBron, look, he deserved he deserve the... the the, the praise, you know. What I'm team, yes, yes, for sure. They 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 love him out there. They know what he brings to the table. So let's know. talk about these Lakers. Though seven and one in their last eight games, they're in the midst of a five game road trip. Ends tonight against the Clippers in LA, but they are four and zero on this road trip. But we got to talk about LeBron mm -hmm. and his time with the Lakers. First four seasons, I'm gonna give you year by year. Missed the playoffs, 2019. Mm. One, would some would say, was the hardest championship in NBA history. No home court advantage in 2020. Mm -hmm. Lost in the first round to the Suns 2021, missed the playoffs 2022, and now we're here. So people always talk about how everything affects LeBron's legacy. So how does this postseason affect LeBron's Laker legacy? Oh, you, you lucky you worded it that way. Yeah. <laughs> Laker legacy. I already know. Um, he, brung, he brung a championship, right? He brung one, right? Um, <coughs> But as a wise man said, one is so close to none. A one don't but count. But it's almost... It's or that, it's or that one don't fucking it's count. Clo it's close to two, too. Are you a bubble denier? I no. am. Pop that fucking bubble. Matter of fact, let me go ahead and bring this motherfucker. Uh-oh. Pop you that You bring your daughter's wand. This is my wand. This is... What the, what the hell you have a wand for? <laughs> this don't... Oh, my God. We got Harry Potter. Don't ask me. <laughs> Don't ask me what Harry Potter We do. got the black Harry Potter. <laughs> we do magic out here. In that motherfucking bubble, we going to that bubble. Bust our back. bubble, man. That's a championship. <laughs> yes. Um, one win, four years, bunch of injuries. I mean, don't make what, no excuses. No, I'm saying, what, what, are we, what, what are we comparing it to? I mean, LeBron and what... The expectation was... What was the expectations? The Win a championship. Win multiple. Who said multiple? He did. When? When he got there. Oh, so he still got time then. Until oh, he's gone. Oh, shit. Is until he's gone, right? Smirk, but you see that little smirk on his face? Until he's gone. You got one. Let's talk about this season. What do the Lakers need to do for it to be considered a good season? They started 2-10. and 10. Everybody remembers they're going to be the first team with a 2-10 and 10 start to make the postseason. So already, 
we're talking about play-in, right? Like, if they can get out of the play-in tournament and stay into the contention of just being a playoff team, I consider it a success. But if they go into the play-in and they lose, this is what, two straight seasons? That affects the legacy as him as a Laker. As a Laker. Right? So it's like the first year you didn't get it, second year you got it. And like everybody don't want to say it's an asterisk beside that bubble. I do, even though he could consider it the hardest one that he's gotten outside of the 2016 one. I say if you can give us something else outside of the bubble now, I can consider that being a part of the biggest legacy that we've ever seen, right? Because his storyline this year is so outrageous, even with Bronny coming up and all this stuff. So he, if he can end it with a championship, we talk about a whole different dynamic of levels, right? But then if he lose, he don't make it. We like, well, what was all this for? What was all this talk for? It's like 73 and 9 season with the Warriors. Y'all did all this to be right back down here to losing. Like, it don't make sense. And I think that LeBron ain't going to allow that to happen. I, I, you know, it's, it's no different than his regular legacy. What, what does he have to gain, right, at this point? You know, with his regular legacy, no one's going to put him in front of Jordan. So people saying anything he does right now affects it. No, it's not because you're not going to put him at three. Right. Right? There's no close third to him being second. When it comes to the Laker legacy, right, Magic, Kareem, Kobe, Shaq, multiple four or five rings. Yep. LeBron, you know, the best he can be is five. Yep. Right? Five, was he at six right now? I don't What, rings? No, just no. no just, just, just for Lakers. Just, yeah. yeah. You got I mean, five, it's, six. It's, it's hard to say just yeah. because of the limited time frame and, and the That's what I'm saying. So, so I you look can't compare him to Magic. You can't compare him to Kobe. You can't really compare him to Shaq. Well, do you put Jerry West and Elder Baylor, and, and do you put those guys up there too? Elgin was a bad boy. I mean, everybody says Eurostep, not realizing Elgin Baylor was doing it. Mm-hmm. And even some people were like, oh, well, the Euros were doing it over. It's like, nah. My and pops was even like, yeah, we were doing this back in the day. We just called it a sidestep. There step. you go. But yeah. you know how it goes. And do you put Wilt in there, too? Like, do yeah. you, How many like, championships he has? Wilt got two? I think two. Two. Two, 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 yeah, two over there. Two. Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. So he, no, ha- with the Lakers, he has an uphill battle anyway. anyway. So it's not like his legacy would be affected because really he doesn't have a Laker legacy. Well, okay, let's think about the legacy we talk about. There's the social legacy, which is the new media, the new fan, mm-hmm. and then there's the Hooper basketball player legacy. And I think those are two dynamics that we got to explore. You say the players are going to have the utmost respect for the body of work that LeBron put in. Mm-hmm. And over the span of the years that he's played, it's like it's undeniable not to put him up at the top. Five, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? But then of all gets, time, of all time, top two. five, two or two or one, just my perspective. <laughs> um, but then you look at the the new media, the new fan. This is all they've been seeing for the last 15, 10 years. years. So it's like LeBron is all they know. They don't even want to go back and compare him to the older players because it's it's like comparing NBA young boy and little Dirk to. Jay-Z and Nas, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, it ain't even worth it. It's, a, it's, it's, it's really unfair. It's all unfair. Uh, the rules, everything. Like, even moving forward now with the midseason tournament, that changes the next generation's legacies, right? Because that's going to be awards that are going to be given that 
are not accounted for now. Yep. I got so, a mid-season chip. Yeah, I got a mid-season chip. <laughs> what the fuck is that? Like, I got a mid-season. Do you, you know do mean? a parade? What do you do? So, so that's going to be this, this new generation going forward that they're going to have awards that wasn't even given mm. to, you know, so someone's going to be using those stats as GOAT stats. Yeah, I got... Three. I got seven mid-season championships. I got two full-season championships. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> so what are you but, talking about? But just to, just to play devil's advocate, they use All-Star Games as a barometer. And my thing with All-Star mm-hmm. Games is always, like, who had the best half-season? Right. Mm-hmm. Who were the top players? Obviously, All-NBA is a better metric to, to re- who had the best but, season. But see, the, the reason All-Star is this thing is because there's a visual. Yeah. We, we get to... Go there, we get to watch, yes. we get to be a part of it. Yes. So worldwide, All-Star looks great on your resume. For a player, right, it's all NBA. Yep. One is top 24, one is top 15, mm-hmm. right? So um, there's, there's players that didn't make the All-Star game, but it was all NBA players, mm. <laughs> right? Um, That's weird. Uh, I was technically whoa. I was one of them. That didn't make the. I didn't. Um, I I wasn't originally voted in. Okay. Right. I was a I was a sub so, replacement, mm-hmm. and then I made second team. Damn. Right? And then Rod Strickland didn't make it. <laughs> he made second team. You know what I mean? So there's players. So, you know, like All-Star is fan favorite and coaches favorite. Okay, yeah. But that All-NBA, that's... that's Hooper. That's Hooper. Yeah. So when I see like 12 All-Stars, one All-NBA. Yeah. Eh. Man, you got to... Yeah. So really it's like All-Star is the type of season that you're having. Team success. Yeah. You know, your fan favorite. If your team's number one, they pick three players. You can be the third player averaging 12 and four. And they're like, oh, yeah, come on along. You're an all-star. Like, fuck no. The Atlanta Hawks. Yeah, Kyle Korver, Millsap. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the fuck is wrong with y'all? It was a feel-good story. Yeah. It was a good season. Well, you know, it's a good season because if you're playing at an all-star caliber as a team, the players inside of that that makes the team go are going to be considered all-stars. Just with the Detroit Pistons when they had Tayshaun, Rip. John C and she all that, make, that you know what I'm saying? I, that was the reason I got that team success. I, you know what I'm saying? That's the reason I <laughs> you know, it's just what it is sometimes. I, I, I like if, if it's a if it's a middle of the season award, you shouldn't use team success, right? Because that's what the the all NBA is for. Like when you're talking about putting the best product out there, it should be the best players. In the NBA, hundred percent. Not the best players on good teams, right? Oh, this is a feel-good story. We put in this guy. No, it should be the. It's all-star. It's an event. Mm-hmm. You're you're telling everybody that um, you want this game to be played harder. Then put the best crop out there. Stop just pulling motherfuckers because they, they got the number one team and you you pulling these sorry-ass guys into it. They're just fucking happy to be there. <laughs> right? They're just happy to do it. I'm I'm yeah. They're sitting there fanboying it. Just fucking fanboying it. It's TV, though, if you think about it's, it. It's TV and entertainment because it's boring to see the same great players make the same list every but, single year. But they don't. Most of the time. Trey Young didn't good. make the All-Star. 
Oh, where you are. Averaging yeah. 29 yeah. and 10. That, like, shit like that. Yeah. Put the best crop out there. Yep. Let them battle. The, the, the end of the season, that's when winning and all this actually matters to those awards. But what if it's too many of them? I think that's been, the, that's been the thing. It's been too many good players. Like, how, we were talking about it. How do you take him out and then put him in, but they both deserve it? They both deserve it, both. but there ain't enough slots. No, both make it because there's somebody who's not there. There's someone on a team that shouldn't be there. Right. There's someone always, there's going to be at least three players on that team that, All-Star, when the fuck did you make an All-Star? Mm. Well, mm. made All-Star averaging 12 and 5. And mm. with, with the new CBA, uh, the All-NBA team is going to be positionless. So it feels like. That's interesting. But that feels like there's going to be some some cheating. Yeah, it's going to be some interesting. Gosh. But you're going to have five point guards. I mean, they're not going to do. But they, they, they they're not going to do that. You know what I mean? Like the only thing I want to see is they need to show us how they vote for All Star, right? Mm-hmm. It's just we should be able to see the metrics on how are you voting for an All Star, right? Let's see the metrics so everyone can actually understand the pickings yeah. of it. Yeah. Because let's say you're averaging 29, I'm averaging 29, you're averaging 29, we're all guards. Yep. Right? Only two of us are going to make it. And then they're going to bring in someone who's in another position, like a power forward, who's topping his, he's averaging 20 and 7. Yep. He might have a worse record than you. Absolutely. And, he's putting you in, and they're taking you out and putting you in. Then they're going to add the guy who, who's on the number one team, so we got to figure out how to put him in. Like, that's that bullshit right there. I think the fans have like 50% of the vote, so already if you're in a small market, I, I, chips I, are stacked against I, I asked a question to one of the homies. I'm like, all right. For the starters. All NBA, mm-hmm. how do you leave Joker, Embiid, or Giannis out of the first team? And it's like you said, positionless. They all three got to make it. That's why they're doing it. Yeah, they all three got to make it. And then it's like, what two guards are going to be in? It's like, no, they slick as shit. They're going to make one a center. Oh, no, no, this is the positionless. No, no, no. no. Oh, wait, this one counts as a position? Next year, next year. So all they're going to do is put all three in. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, yes. That was the conversation. It's like, damn, you got to put all three of them in because they're the top three MVP candidates. And their numbers. They're not gonna do they don't do that shit anyway. They, that's the reason they're gonna that's change. That's why MB's been getting screwed. I, he has that's why I told so, my homie, I'm like, MB hasn't made any of these teams. So this year, it's like Wait, he, he didn't even make, make second it. team last year? Mm-hmm. I mean he didn't even make first team last year? No, he, and he was runner first, up? He didn't make first team last Mm-mm. year. How are you runner up? Told, yeah. <laughs> that's where it's, that's where the conundrum comes in. What is that's going on? Positionless should fix it, but now somebody as all these things happen. Somebody so you have to, so guys. let's 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 pretend it's next year, this year. You have those three in. First team, which they all three deserve. Yep. And then what? I said Dame. I said I'm Let's, throwing Dame in there, and y'all throw whoever y'all want in there, just because I can't leave remember, Dame it's, it's out. Winning, it's winning. Exactly. That's why I'm like I can't leave Dame out, regardless of what, games I, minimum two. So yeah. it's gonna be. It's but, what I'm saying, but, but I'm just saying because his team is not even in it. Who? What's the other two players? Steph. Is one. Then they say uh, Donovan Mitchell. So Donovan Mitchell, Steph, and then the three bigs. Or or Tatum. Don, Curry and Tatum, and, and then the three, the three bigs. bigs. Yep. Yeah. I mean, last year's team, Devin Booker, Luka, <laughs> Tatum, Giannis, Joker. So obviously MB was the odd man out there. 
But now you put those three in. And we leaving Luca out based on record, right? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just a weird thing, but, you know, positionless is cool. Um, because, I, I mean, I guess this has opened up their eyes about – because it's, it's really hard that these guys have been fighting, uh, fighting for MVP the whole year and it's going to go down to – like, when, when we hear who it is, we're all going to be like, Okay, I mean, yeah, yeah, so yeah. you're talking about the other two aren't first team? Get the fuck out of here. Not a be, chance. That's going to be, that's yeah. wild. But let's talk about this, this Western Conference playoff hunt. We got that full screen coming. And we're going to talk about these Lakers. So the way it shakes out right now, Lakers are the seven, Clippers the six, Warriors the fifth, Phoenix right now at four, Denver, Memphis, Sack. Memphis is Sack. There's still some games to be played, some potential shenanigans that could happen. I think if Memphis wins tonight, they pretty much wrapped up the second seed. But let's talk about these Lakers. If the Lakers win their next three games, which is a big if, they are guaranteed the fifth seed mm. and a likely meeting against the Suns. Mm. Now, they got a, a back-to-back tonight against the Clippers. They played overtime last night. Still uncertain if, you know, LeBron, AD, D-Lo, what's going to happen with that crew. But I want to ask both of y'all, if you're the Lakers and you had to pick between the fifth seed against the Suns or – Going into the play-in with a chance to face either the Grizzlies or the Nuggets, what you doing? And right now I'm playing. I'm playing very well. We're playing as a unit. Everyone's healthy. Um, also, Phoenix Suns is healthy. They're playing great as a unit. Um, I'll rather stay in the seventh seed, thinking I'm going to face Grizzlies or Sac. I will actually take the chance. Um, I will actually take the chance to like to stay in that seventh seed. Yeah. Or if I can get in the sixth seed and play, it'd be Sacramento. I think the thing is, and that's why I asked this question. It feels like there's going to be some collusion and some shenanigans between the Clippers and Warriors to not let the Clip, uh, Lakers get that sixth seed. Because if, if it's if it's Lakers sack, all bets are off. Yes, and that's that's what I will be doing too. So you trying to go into the play-in? The because that's if, the other issue. If I'm, going to, if I'm going in to play in, can you pull that, that back up, please? So standings right now, if you're the Lakers in the play-in. Um, if I go in a play-in, I'll be playing, what, Minnesota? No, you play New Orleans at home. Yeah. But you're playing, and if you lose that playing? game, you're playing the uh, no, loser no. of Minnesota. Yeah, so I'll, I'll, I'll rather play New Orleans. I'd rather play New Orleans to keep the seventh spot to guarantee me playing Memphis. Or sack versus get jump into that jump into the fifth seed to play the another team that's playing very well right now. That's the fucking that's the that's the Western Conference Finals. And here's my problem with it: you're playing extra games, right? The risk of the team or someone going down in the play-in compared to you already having momentum enough to go match up against this type of team and beat them. With the momentum that you got right now, they're playing well, they're healthy. Why risk going into the play-in for someone to go down and then have an excuse to actually might win that play-in to get in and then face somebody that's got their their energy, they rested, they watched, they're just watching y'all go hand and scrap. Y'all going for scraps. I think the Lakers go for the fifth, face the Suns, and beat their ass. So here's the problem, though. 
So not only you got to beat the Suns now, but you're likely going to be facing the Nuggets you get the, in the next round. Where if you take that seventh, which again is a big if, it's all hypotheticals. You play a bunch of bullshit. You get teams. Grizzlies, then you, but you're going to have the, it should be Kings Warriors, Warriors. or Kings Clippers. Yeah. You're playing one of those two teams. <laughs> It's just a, it's a harder road. It's, remember what we talked it's about? It's an easier oh, word. No, road. I'm saying it's a harder road to go that Suns route. But if you beat the Suns, Nuggets, and then whoever they throw at you in the Western Conference Finals, I don't think anybody can question. I heard a bunch of whatever you want to call it, sheep, <laughs> goats, and all that shit, right? If I'm hearing that, LeBron shouldn't be sweating at all about going against the Suns, going against Denver. I want all the smoke. Cool. It's playoff time. It's my legacy's on the line, all-time scoring leader, all of this stuff. Everything is in his favor. Bring him on. Why well, go down here and play with the with the scrums just to prove that I don't want to, I'm ducking smoke. Let's not duck the smoke. I want KD first round, I'm going to knock him out. Not. Knock him out. <laughs> Lost. Let's knock him out. Lost. Right? Then we're going to go up against Joker, and we and AD going to show up, knock him out. You didn't think, of, you didn't think this one through. That Sun series is going to be seven games, which is an extra game anyway for them. I thought you was a Laker fan. I am. Huh? I'm smart. Huh? Seven games. That 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 Sun series is going seven. It's not. Seven. It's not. Do you know Suns 8-0, right? They are. Yeah. They playing well. They're playing better than the Lakers. Is KD the same KD that, yes. knocked, that knocked LeBron and them off with the two MVPs? He the same guy with the that he was with the nope. Warriors? He's not the same guy, right? But he don't have the same team either. Right. So LeBron... Does LeBron look like he's a little bit better, stronger, mm. faster, nope. right? He got enough pieces around him with the trade. I'm I not, think, I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, remember, if we go back in the footage, I said if we can get the Lakers to the fifth, I trust them getting to the Western Conference Finals. But look at the road. You're, you're, what I'm saying is they're going to get their ass beat. Up physically, yes. All yes. the way. By the time they even get to the championship, they're gonna be exhausted. Yeah. I'd rather I'd rather you play in the playing game against New Orleans. That ain't no play. That's a practice game. It's too risky. They that's not a durable, practice game. They not and then durable. I'm gonna play. Uh, I'm gonna play a five game series against whoever. That's only six games versus a guaranteed seven. Mm. So you think? Lakers, and then and then seven again. Uh, that's fourteen games. Lakers Grizzlies would only go. You got Lakers and five against the Grizzlies. Five. What about against the Kings? Five. Come on, Gil. You I'm reaching. Spicy. Five against Sack and five against. I wanted Dang. to say four, but the NBA got to like stretch the shit a little they bit. They got to stretch it. So five. Got to go six. <laughs> go five. And that's a lot of so wear about, and tear. That's either, that's 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 either that's either ten games or eleven games versus a guaranteed fourteen games. I don't trust Darvin to be able to manipulate strategies in those early games to be able to say, all right, if I'm Denver, I'm looking at how they play in these play-in games and we're seeing how they play playoff basketball. That gives us extra time to scout, mm. extra time to, to form our, our schemes, other than him coming in, beating up the first two teams that mm -hmm. he hits, boom, boom. We got the Suns out of there, we get Denver out of there, we smooth sailing. But it, 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 took, you, it took you 14 games to get both of them teams out. Right. That's. I'd rather, I'd rather go here, let Denver and Suns battle it out, let them fight for seven games, 
And then say, hey, you ready for this 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 war? You already done you done so patched you, up. You, you done already been patched up. It's like it's like you want to fight Mike Tyson first round. No, no, no. I want to fight him twelfth. We talk a twelve <laughs> game. We talk a twelve games compared to fourteen. Then right? Because we talking about you saying Lakers in five, yeah. Lakers in five again. Yeah, five, ten and games. One playing game. So that's one playing is eleven. So and then you talking about seven seven. I don't think it's gonna go seven seven though. That's tough. That's a tough. And I go. I do not want to battle Joker. You. That's what I'm saying. You're, you're talking about. Look who. Okay. So match it up like this. Who does LeBron have to guard on New Orleans? Brandon Ingram. Okay. Right. They probably put Vando on, on yeah. Ingram. No, okay. So. Now. Think so. Now, now think about it. If they play um, sack, who does LeBron have to guard? Barnes. Who? Harrison Barnes. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Easy cakewalk. Okay, if he plays against um, Memphis, who does he have to play against? Probably. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Probably how about LeBron? I mean, how about uh, Anthony Davis? Who he got to play against in Memphis? Jaron Jackson. Exactly. So, why would I want LeBron playing against Kevin Durant first round? Right? First round. Kevin Durant. Vanderbilt is going to take Durant. Huh? Vanderbilt will take KD. Vanderbilt okay. will take KD. At KD. some point, switch. Switch. LeBron will take Shamit. If Shamit or uh, no Josh uh, Josh Kobe, and then round two, is, Anthony Davis got to guard who? Joker. Joker. Yeah. You don't trust that? No. <sighs> no, I don't want to. I want my man beat now. You gonna play against? I think Joker is already <laughs> depleted. I think he, I think he's tired. I think no. Joker's no, I, too look, tired, no, and I, I think, think that's why him. they've lost every year. Is because the way he's played during the season, he burns out at the end. I think he's saving himself for that extra boost. He ain't never did it. Yeah. He ain't never saved himself for that. I don't, like, we ain't I, never seen it. That's why I don't trust it. I'm going to. This, I want to play New Orleans one game. One is one game. New Orleans. Who's the backup for Denver though? If you get Joker in foul trouble, LeBron and AD get him in foul. Thomas Bryant right now. Who's there? Ba- who Brooklyn. is there? Who are they going to depend on to take them over the top? If we get Joker in foul trouble, plays, all four games. This man played too much defense, bro. I'm just saying. I'm saying Play, players like us, here. man, uh, scores. We don't get in foul trouble. That's the one thing we're not doing. So okay? you know, so I'd rather right. give you a bucket. So we're giving up buckets. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the Lakers do one of these. Come, come on. <laughs> the infamous. Oh, the infamous. Oh, come on, man. Rotate, rotate. <laughs> and just for the record, no seven or eight seed has ever won an NBA championship. So just keep that in mind. Mm. You know, the Lakers could. Yeah, no two and ten team. That's we going to no, no two and ten team has made the playoffs. No we two, go, two we, and ten. Listen, we go, but it's a it's a better road. It's a better it's a, it's a better road. Even you mean an easier road? Better. Don't say easier. <laughs> better, same. better road. Even at the six seat, less <laughs> traffic. No, less no, traffic. Even, traffic even, even at six seat, six seat, same way. Yeah, easier road. And that, I mean, even the Just as a five is five. The five is the hardest road to. The uh, six, being six or seven is the easiest road. Doesn't that give all the Laker fans the ammunition and the energy they need to go into playoff, though? If you see them at five compared to the two and ten start, the, yeah, all the expectations, it all the good game. going into the playoff, but then you got to go see KD and the Suns. And to in start their it. home. Home court advantage. TV. Must see TV. It, Let's it, watch. Great yeah. ratings. This Let's want, watch. This man want to fight Mike Tyson. First round championship. Buster belt. Douglas. No. Nah, like, give me a give me Let's a couple go. Give me a couple give me a couple practices first. Let me go ahead and box. I see you in a minute, bro. Let me go ahead and get my little shit together first. Yeah, I'll be there in a minute. So let's talk about these Warriors. We gotta talk about Steph. 
you know, we talked last week. We were talking about playoff matchups. Didn't mention Steph because you know Steph is always going to deliver. He delivered last night, 34 points against the Thunder. Mm. And this move, mm -mm -mm. Ugh. Where's Ugh. the defense, man? Goodness, Jesus. Ooh. They there. <laughs> See, they there. They trying. They trying, man. Uh, oh, oh, Lord. Ooh, uh, ooh. Uh, I ain't seen that little package in a while. Uh. Steph doing his Come thing. On, so Steph has man. scored, gone over 30 in three of the last four games. Warriors still got their road struggles, but they are 6-2 and two in their last eight games. It seems like it's a team we're talking about, but this is the defending champion here. So are the Warriors the most slept-on team in the West? Listen, if I ever said anything bad about Steph, man, I'm sorry. God <laughs> damn. Year after year, man. God. <laughs> he do it. He do it, don't he? He do it, don't he? I mean, averaging close to 30. Like, I'm sorry, but God. He do it. He do it. I know there's a lot of other great stories in the league, but this is the defending champion here. And I know they've been absolutely trash on the road, but that's not a man. That man is good, man. God he, damn, I'm he can't sorry, do it by man. Himself, though he can't do it but, by himself. But this man. team has shown that they can turn it up and they know how to play playoff basketball. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Right now they're the fifth. I think they're going to finagle their way to the sixth. Keep that that King series like Draymond was talking about. Mm -hmm. Because they, they also, they don't want to play, they don't want to play against no. Kevin Durant first round. Yeah, I know they don't. <laughs> I know they don't. Because that's a dream come true for KD. So, I, I, so, so Lakers will lose the night, right? Most likely. But who does Suns play? Uh, let, me, let me pull it up. Suns are... Suns are against the Nuggets tomorrow. They're going to lose. <laughs> well, you think the, the Suns will lose to the Nuggets? Hell yeah. Uh, I don't know. Me either. I Nuggets, think the Suns pulled that We're going to talk about this Nuggets squad no, later. I'm just but saying that they, they, you don't want to be, nobody yeah. wants to be fifth. Right. So you, if the Lakers lose, I got to lose too. I, I don't think the Suns give a shit if they're fourth or fifth. No, I don't I'm, think the Suns give a shit. Yeah. I'm talking about Golden State. Okay. If yeah. Lakers lose, Golden State, they want to lose too. Yeah. They're going to they're gonna mirror it. <laughs> it's going to be... <laughs> He goes, see who can out lose each other. I ain't never heard of niggas going, ah, we got to lose. We got to lose. Oh, they won? God damn it. Damn it. So, Steph, you got to All right, so let's talk about some, some good news on the Warriors. A bright spot. Andrew Wiggins missed nearly two months. Mm -hmm. He was dealing with a personal in, uh, issue. The internet went wild, made a bunch of false mm -hmm. accusations. On this very show, I think a few weeks ago, we told him what it was. It was a family issue. Mm -hmm. It wasn't the shit that they were hearing out there. Well, we didn't snitch. We, we kept it very... Very broad out of respect for Andrew Wiggins and his family. Now we found out that it was an issue with his father uh, that had him away from the team. But he was back with the team Tuesday night. First time on the bench, he was in street clothes. But he got a standing ovation from the crowd. So for y'all two, obviously being expert hoopers, former NBA players, considering all the time that Wiggins is missed, what are your ex expectations for him in this postseason? Um, you know, consistency. Um, you know, when you, when you think about his career so far, it's weird, right? It's weird how consistent he's, he's been, but he's been called, like, an underachiever. Yeah. He's been, like, he's been guaranteed every year 18 and 21 points, and we've looked at him like, this man's trash. Yeah. Right? I don't know why. Number one pick, that's why. St but still. Expectations. I mean, it's like, it's, you know, it was one of those, I'm like, I mean, yeah, he ain't no 27 and type guy, but, you know, he's, he's been solid. So I expected him, I expect him to be solid. 
you know? Well, I look at, let me go ahead and pull my thing out again. <laughs> Always predicted that Wiggins would be the guy that come in and just do what the team needs, mm-hmm. right? So now, I never really agree with Kendrick Perkins, what he be saying, but mm-hmm. he said some shit the other day that made sense. Like, it's not enough time for him to come in and be an impact player offensively that it needs to be. You don't have enough time with the team, knock the rust off. But what he can do is take over what Iggy was doing, mm-hmm. giving that defensive presence, guard guys. At least you still got your phys- physicality. You can move and mm-hmm. you ain't got to be hitting shots. You ain't got to do what's needed, be the Kaminga, you know, run the floor, get the easy buckets, offensive rebound. I think that added to what they got now allows Steph not to really depend on giving the ball away to extra guys trying to get him in the rhythm. And just depend on the team just having a defensive presence now. Because what's the thing, what's the one thing they lacked? Defense. Defense, right? So now going into a team versus Phoenix, you got Wiggins that can actually throw another body at KD. That's you know, enough length, athleticism that can affect them, not necessarily not necessarily neutralize them, but give another body some more energy. But then also on the other end, run the floor, give you a couple buckets, may give you 16, 15. You know what I'm saying? I like Wiggins in that side. Mm-hmm. I agree. So for sure. So how long do you think it's going to take him to get the, the offensive side of the back? Seems like defensive side is a little bit easier to get back. A playoff uh, series, two, is it, we're not going to see him, you know. Like, like when you're talking about playoffs, um, little spurts here and there will help, you know, you know, um, scoring 10 in one quarter or 10 and a half, maybe having 18 one game. Um, he'll probably pull out a 20 in the second round or something. Um, when you're talking about the playoffs and you're playing series, someone needs to step up every game, right? You can't depend on uh, Curry being excellent five games, seven games, but the four game. you know, you can't expect it, right? So if someone can come in and fill a void for even 10 minutes yep. of a game, that's, that's all he, he just needs to fill voids when he sees step is tight or step is out or, Pools having trouble, just you know, be aggressive enough to fill those voids, and that's really all he needs to do in in this this run. And like you do say to Joe, like it it is kind of tough for you offensively to try to get that stride when you got Pool, who's in stride. Clay's still trying to find his openings where he can get his stride going, and you know what he did, what he can do. And you got other guys that's just out there waiting for the opportunities. Then you got Wiggs come in, and it's like if you throw an expectation on him right away to be offensively, you know, compatible with everybody else, it's going to be difficult for his mind because now it's like, oh, I miss a couple shots here and there, and I'm, they're disappointed. Mm-hmm. The fans are like, oh, we expected more. Don't throw an expectation on him right away. Give him an opportunity to gel, mix. I give it one series. If they can get through one series, the second series he can be a okay. more of a factor. Mm-hmm. All right, so now let's move to the Eastern Conference, uh, this MVP race. Seems like it's taking shape. Joker's kind of dropped down a few notches. Embiid moved to the forefront with this 52-piece that he put on the Celtics last night. Shot 80% from the field, 13 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 blocks. Ooh, he gave them the McDonald's work. In the win. They threw in two extra nuggets. They're still still (laughs) chasing the Celtics for the two seed. It looks like they're not going to get it, but I think... If you're an all-star voter in your mind and you see a performance like this. Oh, my Lord. You know, he looked like he won it. MVP'd, as they called him. 
Oh my goodness, man. Bloop. Who's stopping that? Nobody. Uh, hey, that's that Boston Celtics, that small ass un. I said it, right? I said they ain't got nobody in the back line. You got an old nobody. ass who, who ain't athletic. You did. So, Embiid joined Wilt and Kareem as the only centers in NBA history with at least three 50-point games in a season. Obviously, Wilt averaged 54 seasons, so he had a few more. But that's some elite company to be in. After the game, uh, Doc Rivers had this to say. MVP race is over. The man just scored half our points in an NBA game. I'm biased, but the MVP race is over. So, Gil, I know... You wasn't feeling Embiid like a week or so ago. But did this performance lock up the MVP for Embiid? Yes, uh, it did. And I, I think Philly fans need to, um, need to apologize to me. <laughs> <laughs> they really need to apologize because exactly what I said is what he did. I said, he's averaging 31-33, and I think that's lazy. He is the most dominant and skilled big man in this game, and no one can stop him, so why isn't he averaging 40? No one can stop this man. What, what is uh, Boston rank in defense? Let me pull it up. Top, Give me one second. Top four? Top five, at least. Top five, right? No, we're talking about uh, defense. Sorry defense. to hear my ear right now. Uh, Two? Let me see. Their defensive rating. Cleveland up there. Cleveland up there. Boston's uh, four right or tied for third in defensive rating. So they're tied for third. And he just gave them a a 50-piece McNugget meal. And they gave him two extra nuggets. Mm -mm -mm. And he gave them a 50-piece. Now, you tell me why hasn't he really just taken over this whole season? Why hasn't he went into Kobe mode when Kobe averaged? That 30-something, that James Harden mentality he had that year. That's Embiid. No one can stop this man. And that's why I said he's lazy because this is – 52 is what I see him doing. No one can stop him, and that's why I made that comment. <sighs> I mean, he had that crazy stretch of March where he was going, you know, I think it was like seven or eight straight 30-point games. 30s. <laughs> you like that kind of stuff. But when, 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 when I'm saying, Real talk. No, when I'm saying he's a 40 yeah. guy, he's a 40 and 20, he's a 40 and 17, no one can guard him, period. So I was saying, and the Philly guy ain't hit me back since he's seen it. I said, and this is what I did, trick this little fucker. I said, hey, who's, who's more skilled, him or Greek? He said, Embiid. I said, who plays harder? Mm. He said, Greek. I said, exactly. You just proved my point. Greek can't be him. Ever. Yeah. But if he got Greeks. That motor and that. That motor. Unbelievable. What do you have now? Nothing. There you go. No competition. No competition. And that's what? what I'm saying. So it's like I'm taking a jab, but I'm showing him the most higher sport. Like, I'm not impressed with your 33. I'm not rolling. Give me 36 and above. Okay. I'm not rolling, Joe. I'm not rolling. You're not rolling with Embiid? You know why? Because he ducked the fucking smoke with Joker. He might have been hurt. I don't know. give a fuck. Philly fans, in his defense, that he was hurt. He wasn't because he played the next game. Wait, Philly fans, they wasn't there. <laughs> Philly fans they, wasn't they there. They was in the comments. You know I read the comments. <laughs> I wanted that game to happen because it's the only game it was going to show us the metric between the two. During the season. We gave Joker 42 earlier in the year. Yeah, that's great. In Philly. We, we talking about now. <laughs> we we, we, right? we talking about the deciding factor of you being the unanimous MVP. Unanimous. Now, granted, Gil has a great point. Like, 
Ain't nobody can stop him. The 52 with the two extra nuggets. Mm -hmm. That's extraordinary, right? But I need that against Joker. Give me 52-17 against Joker. We ain't ever having this conversation again. But the fact that that was ducked, like as a Hooper enthusiast, as a real mm -hmm. basketball player, when we look at things like that, if I'm in the locker room with Embiid and he don't play this game, I'm like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. What's going mm -hmm. on? Mm -hmm. We not hooping today? Mm -hmm. Come on, big fella. Big fella. What we doing? We ain't hooping today? Mm -hmm. No, not today. Today's the only day for us to hoop. So the fact that we're having this conversation now, I'm like, mm. Numbers look good. 52 against a, you know, ain't no bigs out there. Like you said, Horford ain't going to be able to guard that. Grant Williams can't guard that. But one guy that might be able to sustain that with a matchup where you got to guard him and he got to guard you, I want to see that. I want that smoke. That's, that's, that's Lennox Lewis, Evander Holyfield. That's Klitschko. You know, that's, that's heavyweight bout. But is, is it? It is. I don't think, I don't think everyone, I don't think, anyone's questioning who's a better player. Never. I'm talking about the matchup. I'm talking but, about when you go head to head, when you knock him out, it's don't come but, back but, to me and say nothing about this but, guy. But I, I, think that's, I think that's what confuses people when we're talking MVP. I, 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 I think people are questioning, do we think Joker's better? No. Nah. Not no a chance. Like we're not saying who's a better player. This nah. is not a who's a better player. We're saying who's having a better a better year. That's all this is. Yep. If if it's them playing one on one or something, and B would destroy the man every single time. 100%. That's not what we're 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 saying. Who is having a MVP year, right? And that's where this big debate is. So you know, um, even if MB scored fifty two and seventeen, right? against him, mm -hmm. and we give it to him, and then he loses the next 10 games. Right. Right? Joker's back up top. That's wow. The, yes. it's the MVP performance against yeah. the MVP candidate. You lose the next 10 games, and you average four five points, and you're getting crushed. You're, 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 this is about a 82-game season. It's not how you did against me type of shit. Right? This is, that's not how it works. Even though, as hoopers, we will say, yes, he's better than you, but you played well two games. How about the, the other 80? Well, who we playing against? It don't matter. You can't beat me for 52 and then, and then duck it the rest of the games because that's not what this NBA that's game is about. That's what I'm saying about that one situation. It's like, don't play 81 games and mm. then duck me on 82. <laughs> don't duck me on 82, bro. Like, finish the season hey. on me. On me. Mm. Finish it on, and that's why I'm like, look, I, that's why I respect the hell out of that critique, because it's like, yo, you can't fuck with 52 against a boss, and he's been doing it all season, he had a long stretch, I just need that one game. I just need that one game to take it over the top. Hey, man, that's probably one of them games, man. Listen, you go in, and you be like, man, look, my ankle hurt a little bit, <laughs> I'm kind of tired, shit, I don't want this motherfucker to get the best of me. Ah, you know, a little, little hurt. ice on there. A little hurt. Okay, we're going to talk Joker in a little bit, but it seems like he's still good. You said if Joker averaged a triple-double. Listen, when we're talking about... He's damn close, Gary. When we're talking about close. the season, right? We're talking about a full season, right? You have three men out there just playing their asses off. Um, <laughs> this last week, all three still performing, right? There's not one of them going to take a day off. 
Right. That's the bad part. Yep. Right. Not, not three of them can't rest. Like if if Embiid shuts it down right now, and then Joker has triple doubles the rest of the season, Embiid lost us. Yeah. Right. Sure. Same thing if if these two have a, a really bad week, and Giannis. Yep. 48, 50, 48 or some shit. Oh, he's back up top. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those, it's, 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 this is one of the, those races where it's going to go down to the last game of the season. Yeah. It's like that scoring title with Shaq and um, David Robinson, and Shaq thought he had it won, so he set out. Mm-hmm. And then um, Spurs decided, hey, we're just going to give you the ball a whole Yeah, like 70 <laughs> on the Clippers. Yeah, 72 on the Clippers. Just, yeah, just come on, big fella. We go and piss Shaq off. Yeah. <laughs> right. So it's going to be one of those things where it goes down to the last game, because I swear to God, if you if I'm Embiid and I sit out and then Joker has 60, 20 and 17. Oh, no, nah, that would hurt. That would hurt my feelings. That last. You know what Ooh. I mean? Because he leaves that last impression. And it probably gets a bad team, team. too. Like it's just yeah. one of them. Like you said, a David Robinson type game where they just throw him in the ball every time. In the ball every time. So it's, it's one of those things where it's going to go down to the last game. But at this point in time, I, I, I have him be up top. Okay. I'm with it. So you can see I adjust to shit. That's important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with him up top just because now, now I'm not rolling with the ducking. Right? I'm not rolling <laughs> with the ducking. There's one game in a... In a- I'm not rolling. But I got to put him at the top of the heap just because, like he said, he just broke it down beautifully. Like when you talk about... Those performances, the statistics, how the whole season has panned out. Mm. Personally, I don't like the ducking. Mm-hmm. But globally, overall, you got to put them up there. And again, at one point, you said that if Embiid could get the Sixers to two or one seed, it would, it would help his case more. Yeah, but they're, they're going to be locked in at three. We'll see. They still, they still can make a push for the two, but I don't envision the Celtics losing their next two games. But mm. You know, I, I, this is a question, and I got to go back and look. Right or you know one of our fine gentlemen um, over there will do some research. I think when when the Kendrick uh, when the Kendrick Perkins and JJ debate came out and it became a white versus black thing, mm-hmm. I want to see Joker's numbers after that. Mm. I, I, I think I think it it seemed like he pulled back because the one thing he's great at. That's where it dropped. Yeah. And I think he pulled back and let off the gas and, and, and really stopped, like, searching. Mm. Like, when we, you're talking about passing, you're really talking about getting easier shots for everyone else. Are, right? those, are those guys hitting those shots, though? That's the you're, real you're question. You're telling me you're, you're hitting them all before he makes these comments? <laughs> Everybody hit them all before he made these comments, and now it's like... Are they missing so them on purpose? That's person? why I said if he averages a triple-double, then, yeah, you know, that's impressive. Um, has there ever been a co-MVP? And that's what I was going to talk to you guys about. The, the big co-rookie of the year is never co-MVP. I just think the way it breaks down from a number standpoint to get there, but I wouldn't be mad about it. Right. I wouldn't. Um, Would it all, be the all MVPs yeah. matter? No. Listen. You, the... I, right now, I have Embiid, right? I, 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 he went from third to first. Um, I got I to gotta wait for judgment on that the, the, when the season's over with. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm sitting here like this, you know, splitting it, splitting it, 
would be the fairest thing. It would be the fairest thing. And I don't know why sometimes when you have really tight 49.5s and, you know, really tight decisions like that, fucking just split it. Yeah. Right? It, it's, it, it's one of those things is where you, you, sometimes you just got to fucking split yeah. things when it's that close and there's really no real winner. Um, but right now I, have, I, have, I haven't been. So if MB wins... Should Joker be invited to the White House too? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I see what you did there. But, you know, this is Hibachi time, so quickly, we don't have no topics around these, but we also got to show some love to Donovan Mitchell, who's had, what, four straight 40-point games, and Keegan Murray from the Kings becoming Ooh, the first rookie. And that man's to- first team. Okay, you, yeah. That's his first team. He's his first team guard. Little like, I'm just going, there's no question. In the ba- and you got to show some love to Keegan Murray too, became the first rookie to make Two hundred three pointers in the season. Mm-hmm. Which I think it's more of a testament to this game and how it's played now. Mm-hmm. That's some wild shit to think about. Yeah. Yes. That rookie just pulling like that. Pulling. That I was think. a bocce time. Now we're gonna turn it up just a notch. Got to go zero to one hundred, real quick. Real okay. quick. Boony bing, dingy, dingy. That was a legally safe rendition <laughs> of Drake. Zero to one hundred. All right. So let's talk about these nuggets. We talked about Embiid. We gotta talk about Joker Nuggets. Lost to the Rockets last night. Damn. Joker was minus 21 in 24 minutes. Damn. Yeah, it was, it was, it was tough. 14 points, 10 rebounds, 4 assists, but 8 turnovers, 25 minutes. So, uh, you know, after the game, Mike Malone had this to say about the first place team in the West. And I speak the truth. And, I, and me calling us soft tonight isn't something I'm saying to you. I just told our team that. And I dared somebody to challenge me that it wasn't true. No one did. Because we as a group were soft tonight. Hmm. I'm not saying we are soft, but tonight we were. I'm not saying we're soft, but we're soft. But we're not soft, really, but we were soft tonight. Mm -hmm. So what are the chances, 0 to 100, that the Nuggets prove to everyone that they're not soft, even though they don't think they're soft, but they just play soft? (sighs) I don't, I, you know, they've been number one the whole season. Um... This is not the let's let's be honest. This is not the Bulls. This is not the '96 Bulls. Mm-hmm. This is not the. Um, this is not Golden State '73 team. They they don't have their foot on no one's throat trying to break no record. Um, it's hard to gauge where they are mentally, but they're doing enough to stay number one, which says a lot about everyone else. If they've played this bad the last two months of basketball and they're still up top. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as a coach, as coach, as fans, as players, you, you don't want to lose to bottom-feeding teams like that. But just like anything in life, the, those are the easier games to lose because you're looking at them like y'all are just trash. They're looking at you like they're coming up to this game. Right? These are the games that they went to sleep early. We playing the Nuggets? They number one? We're going to sleep every, you know, that's those type of games. So um, it's not one of those things that like, oh, how did you lose to them? Well, it's easier because they're going to play their hardest and we're going to be like, eh, right? Um, but are the Nuggets one of those type of teams? I mean, I know they're number one in the West. Obviously, but, they lost. But what I'm saying <laughs> is when you see them on the schedule, like when y'all were coming up, and obviously different time, but like, ooh, we're playing Denver? Okay. I'm going to say it feels like Lakers. Lakers could be the last team in the league and dudes are going to get excited because of what that franchise has meant to the league, having all those championships. They're going to, you know, playing in front of Jack Nicholson, Rihanna. Where, where, where Houston ranked that? Huh? 
Where are Houston ranked at? Last, right? In the West. They're, they're last in the West. That means anyone they play in the West, that's a good game that's for them. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Yeah, On the schedule. Oh, shit. We about to play them. Let's go to sleep early what? tonight. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm putting it up. I'm putting it up. Hey, man, you know they they get hyped for every game because everybody's in front of them. But even like a team like the Kings, and, and more power to them, ended the playoff drought. When you're looking at that game on the schedule, are you getting hyped for that game versus I'm going to play the Warriors? I believe what you said earlier, the softness, right? What he said, the Nuggets are soft, right? I believe so because they haven't dominated a team, went in and dominated teams that they're supposed to, right? I think a team like the Kings with Mike Brown being able to say, we don't take no shit from nobody, Mm -hmm. right? We are hard-nosed and we've shown it because we go out, guys. Denver, on the other hand, has been number one all season. They could take the gas, they could take the foot off the gas, cruise, still be number one, still get a win, but don't dominate, right? When you're a dominant team and you know you're supposed to win a game, there ain't gonna be no doubt about how we're gonna win this game, especially against a team you're supposed to beat. Now, beating them is one thing, but beating their ass is another thing. Mm-hmm. Like when I beat your ass, you know, when we come back in here, yep. you remember that I beat your ass. So Denver don't got a beat your ass mentality. They don't got any of those players out there. Maybe Brown, he the only one to play like, I want to beat your ass. Everybody else is just kind of, finesse. you know, finesse as hell. So I look at the situation with them like they all, they've been soft all season. And anybody can go in there and beat their ass if you go in there with that mentality. And like you said, with Houston, if, if we going to sleep early, and you see Denver on there, you're like, mm, a bunch of light-skinned niggas on there. Team. You about to go in here and beat their ass. Mm-hmm. You feel me? You about to go in here and beat their And then it's like they got nobody on the other side that's going to combat that. Now, on the other hand, you got De'Aaron Fox. You got, um, I ain't going to say Harrison Barnes. I'd probably say Malik Monk. Um, everybody else on that team is just hard-nosed guys. Like, they just want to play. And it's a difference. When you're playing hard compared to just expecting to win. When you name those players, and I think about that 2004 Pistons team, right? When we went into practice, and this is, this is real crazy when you think about it like this. When we went into practice for them, we're trying to figure out how to score, mm. right? We're not doing none of their offensive plays. We're trying to figure out how to score against them because they were so dominant and brutal defensively. Absolutely. Right? We're not, I'm like, we know Rip is running a thousand miles an hour, coming off pin downs and moving and cutting. We know big game Chauncey's gonna do his damn thing. We never focused on, we're trying to figure out. How do we score more than 70 fucking eight? <laughs> For real. That is crazy. Yeah. But that's why, like even, we're sitting even there, today to like, think about, right? we get an 80 piece, we can, win, is, this, we is, can win the game. Or we yeah, remember, there's a moment in, when, we're, when they're playing and they're holding NBA teams to women basketball scores. 60 points. 60 points, 78, 70, 80. We're trying to figure out, hey, listen, if we can get to 90, 95, we're doing a damn good job as a... As a male NBA, yes, that's how vicious they were on just the defensive side. They didn't, they didn't try to outscore you. They just say y'all aren't gonna score ever. Yeah, and that's when I when I look at 
talking about dominant teams. Like you had the Bulls, you know, offensively, defensively. You had um, Golden State offensively, which they played defense too. But when you're talking about a team like that, it was just they just manhandled you. Yeah. And you like get- I like like I was like I was like when I'm going to sleep, it's like really trying to figure out. All right, okay, I got to attack from the top. All right, they're, 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 they're the weakest at the top. Stay yep. away from the side. Stay away mm-hmm. from side pick and rolls. You know, more ISOs where I can see Ben and, and what's, uh, Rashid loading up from this side versus when I'm coming from this way, you got, I got to go against uh, Rip, who's guarding me, or Chauncey, who's guarding me. Then you got uh, Tayshawn. Mm-hmm. And then if I had sidestep Tayshawn, then I have Ben. Like, that's just a hard fucking roll, yeah. right? You know, that's just hard coming from the sides. And it was one of those things where, if I got if I got twenty, it's a good ass game. Yeah, twenty is fifty against but that, regular season. But that but like that that twenty then is like 30, 35 no, now. You know what I mean? No, no, no. Twenty against them. No, what I'm saying is no, no. Twenty against them then was like fifty Easy. against a regular team. Yo, crazy. 30, 30 against that defensive team was sixty against Kobe. Wow, that's how hard that team was. And let me tell you this: the metrics, right? The analytics behind. Larry Brown's strategy defensively was field goal percentage, right? It came from North Carolina. That's how we played in college. We keep the field goal percentage under 35%, under 33%. We know it's going to be a low-scoring game, mm. right? So if we push the ball offensively, we run our, uh, our half-court sets and execute, we can keep the score low and have a high-percentage field goal. So if we keep you at 33 35%, field goal shooting, we shoot about 44, 45. We know we got an advantage. Now the sway is going to be field go- uh, free throws. Mm-hmm. So now it's about how aggressive is Chauncey, how aggressive is Rip, is Tayshawn being a factor. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, all right, Gil saying, if I get 20, we can, we can, we can win with Karan oh. getting 15 or you know, we got a chance. No, 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 no. I didn't say nothing about no winning. <laughs> Don't put those words in my mouth. I said I had a good game. Just I had a good I game. I had a good game. <laughs> if I had 20, I had a good game. I ain't say we was gonna win. Well, well yeah. you fucked me up. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. I didn't mean to give that illusion like this, this is gonna be a winnable game. No, I was oh, saying shit. I had a good game if I had 20. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so then my point my, my point being is the field goal percentage. Strategy goes for all the defensive teams is to make the tough, make them take tough shots, you know, scheme up, load up in the nail. Mm-hmm. Everything you said from the top to the sides, we know those rotations. We know how they're gonna scheme up. You got to do something different. You can't take bad shots, mm-hmm. and that's what we see now. I look at the game now. I'm like, look at these badass shots that need to be converted into points. That long ass. 40-foot three-pointer that didn't go in, oh, we coming down. We but scoring that. The reason I'm going to take advantage is both sides doing it. Yep. And the only thing I hate about the, 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 the threes, the, the amount of threes they're taking, is you have non-three-pointers takers doing it. Like, yep. you know, um, there's just some teams that shouldn't be playing this style. Right. You don't have... Klay Thompson, Curry, Durant on your team, Dame Litter on your team, Kyrie, Luke. You don't have those guys on your team. Right. Right? You got guys who you're 
you're taking like you know I don't even I don't even want to throw nobody's name out there, but you're taking you're ta there's guys in the league today that are taking threes like they're Ray Allen. Yes, you're taking as many threes as Ray Allen did. Insane. Insane. Shit, this big man shoot more more than Ray Allen. Ray Allen shoot Ray Allen. Christian Wood and Jaron Jackson. It's like where like, did I, listen? I shot a lot of threes. And you said a rookie had 205. Because yep. he can just come down and just chuck threes. Like, this part of the game is everyone shoot as many threes and we can get, like, no, no, not everybody. Hold, hold on, bro. Why are you shooting the ball? Why are you shooting that? Why are you shooting? I don't. Like Patrick Ewing said, do you practice that shot? Yeah. Like, nah, we talking about it's like, bro, you had <laughs> to shoot that? Let me, let me go to, let me go to the, the locker room at halftime and I see five, five threes. Oh for five. Five, just five three. Who, who you think you is? <laughs> you think Larry Bird, man? If you don't get your motherfucking ass on the in the in that block and shoot that motherfucking jump hook. Mm. So one more question on this topic. We talked about the Nuggets, obviously. Mike Malone saying they play soft. Let's talk about the Rockets. And I want to know who's more upset with this result: Nuggets fans because they got smacked by the Rockets, or Rockets fans because this win isn't helping them in the Wimby Sweepstakes. Mm. Like, do you want to see your team? If I'm the Rockets right now and I'm a fan, like, lose these games. I don't give a shit if you beat the Nuggets. Does it matter? Mm. If we have they're in last place, right? No, they're uh, second to last right second now. Second to last. I mean, you know, you get a little I bit more the Pistons. Ping, you, get, you, get, you get a little bit more ping pong balls and a, 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 a rigged draft. I right, listen. Pistons right. are now the worst <laughs> team with that. You know, they've essentially locked up. They've locked yes. up the worst. And that's not a guarantee that you'll get the one, unlike the NFL, where... If you're the boo-booish, you're getting the number one pick. These ping-pong balls, this game of chances, we like to pretend like it's not some shit going on. It goes back to the Texans, right? When the Texans won that last game and the coach was supposed to throw the game because they was going to yeah. get the number it, one pick. It was pick, his last fuck. He was like, fuck this. We're going to win this game. Ultimately, it's Wait, like... he got fired? Yeah. Oh, Lover so, Smith. I think he got uh, booted. Okay, how, how do you... Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, figure it out. How do you, like, <laughs> if I'm telling you to lose a game, right? No, the team was telling him to lose, but he knew he was on his way out. So he was like, ah. No, 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 what I'm saying is if, if I'm going into a game as a coach and I'm telling my guys, hey, we don't supposed to win this game, what the fuck are they supposed to be doing out there? Exactly. Like, what is the actual logic of it? Like, you're telling the coach, we don't supposed to win this game. All right, cool. Hey, guys, uh, no, I'm not going to call no plays. The <laughs> fuck <laughs> I'm not gonna get no first down. Like, okay, oh, but okay, we're gonna take Steph out, we're gonna take Clay out, so we have less chances to win, and then one of my bench players out there scoring 40. Yeah. Does, How do you does that go on in the league when we talk about these things happening? Yeah. Cause I remember it was it was years ago, but Pop sat out like Tim Duncan, a bunch of guys. They went to Miami, the NBA got pissed off about it. They almost fucked around and beat the heat. But what if they did? You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Like I'm supposed to lose the game as a coach. So, all right, from my side, the only thing I can control is subbing. That's it. Right? Subbing and play calling. At this point, there's no play that says I can guarantee we I'd be under-fucking defeated. Right? So, all right, I'm the Warriors. I'm like, oh, okay, let me go ahead and take out uh, Curry. Clay, you sit. Draymond, you sit. Right? Poole, you sit. Wiggins, sit. Woo, I did my job. Right? Hey, hey, fellas, don't worry about no plays. Go out there and, and play. And these motherfuckers go out there and just hooping. 
You you got to hope. I get fired for that? Bitch, I did my job. <laughs> you should have warned him too. <laughs> Why you didn't tell these motherfuckers to throw the game? Ooh, That's shit. what I'm saying. Like, how do you, as a football player, you say the Texans, as a coach, how, what am I telling my running back not to just, all right, when you get it, just fall. And I, I don't think they're, they're Quarterback, saying just it. throw interceptions. Like, they're not, hey, go out and lose, but it's like, look, you know, we're the worst team in the league right now. If we lose this game, we get the number one pick. But he was like, well, shit, y'all gonna fire me anyway, so. No, you, you can't. Tr- like, you're hoping that you got losers on your team. Like you got to hope. That like, them I'm, niggas are loser niggas that are like, like we, we don't really care about winning. Like, if I get the opportunity to play and I got game and these niggas are sitting, oh, it's 50 ball. Oh, we, I'm trying to win and be like, yeah, 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 we won tonight. Yeah, <laughs> on me. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't, I don't understand that concept of go and lose the game. Everyone has to be involved. And if I'm a player and I get you take all the starters out, that looks like the indication of losing. Yeah. But there's guys on the bench who ain't played all season and you think they're going to go in and what? Just chuck up shots to miss them, kick the ball out of bounds. I'm I'm trying to figure out what does everybody think go and lose the game. Me, for me to lose this game, all right, here's the ball. Chuck it from half court. Hey, (laughs) kick the ball out of bounds. Hey, hey, steal it. Oh, there you go. Like, I mean, what the fuck are you, you well, playing? I mean, I feel like playing regular basketball, you fuck around win because somebody's on fire. Well, you said the real Hooper, Oliver Shaw, like you said, like, shit, even the college, I didn't play that much, but I got in. It's like, I'm trying to get these stats. I can't. It's you already fucked up my stats by not no. giving me enough time. I got to come in here and do something so at least the per 36 or the per 40 look good. Like, you got to build your resume, man. It's like being down 30 and you get in the game with 10 minutes left or down 40. When I get, I got 10 minutes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got 10 minutes of whatever? Oh, my resume, I'm trying to go 10 for 10. I'm trying to bring the team back. Yeah. By the time it's two minutes left, I wanted to be down eight. That's how I, when I checked in and we was down 20, by the time I came out, we was down seven. Well, because that's a fuck you to your coach as well. Like, Absolutely. Like, you didn't want to play me? Like, now look. You should have been now, playing me the whole time. What I'm saying is, like, all right, let me find out. Let me, <laughs> let me be a coach, and I know this, this, this team is tanking. Right? You are purposely trying to lose this game, right, so you can get benefits. Yep. All right, well, fuck you. Uh, you sitting all star, your starters out? I'm going to sit all my starters out. I fuck around and say, hey, we forfeit. Hey, can I do this? Forfeit. Forfeit. <laughs> oh, forfeit. Yeah, you get the win. Yeah, you lost. Like, <laughs> like what, what I'm saying is like, what, what are we doing here? Like, yeah. this is ridiculous. Yeah. So let's That's why to- I say we should not be trying to benefit the, the mindset of something like that. The yeah. mindset of your consciously going into a situation, purposely doing it. How is this part of the game when you have Sportsman like conduct rules where if I'm up 20 and you just shot on me and I come down and score, you want to fight me for trying to score when you just tried to fucking score on me. Sure. We have that part of the game. That part. Right? We have, oh, they, um, they're uh, stat patent. We have that part of the game. Yep. But you don't have tanking and losing and you're not a frowning upon this bullshit. Yeah, you're rewarded. Here you you're, go. You're, like That's I go, generational now, talent. Now, now, let's, let's just say... Um, uh, Detroit and um, Houston, they both have the last game, right? And then both teams decide we're going to sit all our players out. And you're going to reward one of these motherfuckers. 
It just it doesn't work with me, man. It happened it with happened. me. Yeah. I was with Minnesota my rookie year, end of the year. They set KG down. I remember I, the game before I had 28. Next game in, they didn't want to put me in because I had that, I'm trying to win. Mm -hmm. They was calling plays for Mad Dog to shoot threes. It's documented. Mm -hmm. They was calling play. Dwayne Casey mm -hmm. was drawing up Mad Dog. All right, look, we're going to do Mad Dog. Everybody like, what? Playing play with the game. But we ended up getting Randy Foy at the fourth or fifth pick. I think we, we were supposed to get Brandon Roy. Ended up getting Randy Foy. But they literally did that for the pick. And for me to witness that, it was so, because I was upset, one, that Ticket would do that, right? But it wasn't really up to him. We talked about, like, certain guys being like, hey, we just going to sit you down. This ain't load management. This is just, we just going to save you. I mean, not as, no, you say some, do, dumb, some dumb shit like this. Like, hey, you know, we are, it's, you know, last game of the season. We're going to play you about five, ten minutes. And you're like, oh, hell no. Nah, Don't play me at all. Yeah. <laughs> Don't play me at all. And just for the record, we got our, our crackpot research team. Mark Masson, uh, one for 16 from three for his career. Come on, man. And he never hit that. 0 for, 0 for 7 in 2006. So. That was the game. Oh, 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 six. That was the game, bro. So it was like, to see that live, <laughs> I'm like, yo, yo, like, this is real. This is like, a real no, thing. I know, it's a real thing. And, I, and, I was, and, and, and when you, like, like, you need to put like you need to put a stop on tanking. The reason is this: we fucking work too hard at our yes. craft. Yes, sir. We practice all summer reading your stupid ass rule books that y'all change and penalize us for being too great at it. You stick your fucking hand out there. That's called <laughs> illegal defense. If I go up. That's a fucking foul. If you don't like it, tell them move their fucking hands, the right? Fucking hand if I get you and I make you jump and I jump into you, stay the fuck down, yep. right? I we there's too much training going into this 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 sport, legacies in this sport for tanking to be okay. It it is. Like it's tanking that that should be a part of gambling. That should be considered like like gambling, right? Point shaving. You're point shaving. You're purposely doing this shit for a reward. Mm. Talk about it, man. You're purposely doing something for a reward. What is the difference between motherfucker pay me twenty thousand dollars and miss a couple shots? Hmm. I'm doing. I'm purposely doing it for a reward. Same yeah. shit. Yeah. Integrity. The integrity of the game is being compromised. Yep. It's been compromised, but they don't look at it like that because. They think it's okay to win these sweet stakes. And that's a once-in-a-lifetime generational who, asset. Who's going to suck enough to get this dude who can make us not suck, but really we're still going to suck because we, we have that loser mentality. Now we're going to fuck up his head because we, we are a literal organization, but now we're going to switch it up and we want to be winners now? Yeah, I mean. But think about him if he's a winner and he's like, y'all motherfuckers was losing on purpose to get me here? So what the hell are you going to do now that I'm here? Purposely, you ain't, you ain't purposely to lose for the, 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 the next pick so we can try to build a franchise. Around you? Come on, man. It's wild. It's goofy. Yeah. It's just goofy. It's just goofy bullshit. Like, it just, it should be a whole different metrics. Like, I'm not going to reward last place. Nowhere. Why aren't players speaking up on it, though? Because Shouldn't it be our job to say, we not fucking going out here to fucking lose on fucking purpose? You... you 
What is that? Because the players, the players don't know. You suck anyway. You ready to go home. You ready to get the fuck out of there. You <laughs> don't really what, care. That's why I mean, if you're on a bad team, this is my last question for you. You're on a bad team. At what part are you mentally checking out and just looking forward for this season to be over so I can lock in and, and get to the, the offseason routine and get ready for the next year? Uh, shit. So a, <laughs> motherfuckers be before All-Star break. Some people right after All-Star break. <laughs> after All-Star break. Man, listen. When I was in Golden State my first year, they had a countdown. I'm, I'm hearing by second. By the second. I'm hearing what, how many seconds we got. It goes days, months. Minutes, seconds, like, God damn, y'all ready to go. Like, ready to go. Cars is being shipped. Yep. By the time we get to the last week, motherfucker got a, a futon in their in uh, goddamn house. <laughs> and that's the only thing. Yeah, that's the only thing they got, a goddamn futon. They done ship everything got because they know they go. Like, this is crazy as hell. But that's what I, but that's what I witnessed. Yep. Right? My last game, 32. Man. <laughs> oh, the Lakers. I got money to get. I don't know what y'all talking about. I'm not passing y'all the ball. Get the fuck out of here. So, I don't got to see y'all tomorrow. So you can't really say that it's everybody on those teams. It's, it's, not, it's, it's usually the core guys who played a lot of minutes during the season. They checking out. The other guys is like, man, I got a lot of more basketball. It, no, that's a, not, not everyone on the team is checking out, but as a coach, you just need enough. Yeah, yeah. Right? If you're trying to lose, when, you, when you're talking about tanking, it's not tanking as in, hey, players, we're not trying to win this game. We're trying to get Wimby. Because yeah. as a player on a team, you're like, I don't want no motherfucking Wimby. Yeah, I'm fuck supposed it, to be fuck the man. What's fucking Wimby? I'm the motherfucking man right now. taking my position. Right? So you're not, a player is not trying to, to what's it? But at the end of the day, as a coach, I know everyone's strengths and weaknesses. Right, so I know who plays well together. What, so I know if this guy is a fourth quarter player, I'm gonna bench him. I'm gonna take his minutes. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna fuck these rotations up. I'm gonna call these certain plays. Yep. I'm just gonna get the rhythm out of the guys who need the ball. And as a player, right? As a player, and you have a certain average in your stuff, and you know this is about to happen, you got to be on that bullshit too. Yeah. Like I'm, not, I'm not, got to be on that bullshit. If I know you fucking with my minutes, like players, I've, I've seen it. Players have. Clauses in their contract, free throw con uh, clauses. Uh, let's say twenty points a game, you get an extra two million, nineteen point nine, nothing, mm. right? Motherfucker got twenty point one. Check him in in the game, two minutes in the game, sub his ass out. Nineteen point nine. Because here it is. Why the fuck does a losing team want to give up an extra two million dollars? That's nasty. Sub, sub out. Our bad. But then you got teams like the Bucks. I think Drew Holiday hit a, hit that game minimum. Get your ass out there, sub. Make sure you get your bread. Gil, that's nasty. Yeah, but you have. But he's on a winning. That's team. That's my point. See, but. a winning team, they don't care. We winning. A you losing, making us money. Let's, come on, you think a losing team wants you to hit your marks? So you got to be smart too. <laughs> if I got twenty point one, and it's the last game of the season, I know the man. I know they don't want to pay me the extra two million on a. Ah, coach. So do you what? do that? Do you do you do that? Oh, oh I think I come in that motherfucker with uh, universal boots. Motherfucker, I don't know what ankle hurt. I come in, mm. I start walking on one ankle and put the boot on the other. Ah, ah, shit, I don't get, that's how dumb I am. I come in the building with one boot on the right one, switch it to the left. I got a universal one. So you ain't even dressing out. Hell not, no. Not giving them the option no. to sub you no. in. Yeah, I like that. No. I like that. Because they, they, they do, do it. Shit. I've seen yeah, it. They'll sub your ass in. I've, man, I've seen, I've seen 
the weirdest. Like it let me know early on the business because I'm on a losing team. So I'm, you know, one player got a free throw clause, one person got a weight clause, mm. one person got um, 20 points clause. Like so, I'm seeing all this, the nuance and how everybody's playing the game. Right now, I got a guy who has a free throw clause in, and he hit his mark. He's shooting 73%. He gets an extra 500000 for this, right? But he didn't have a minimum or maximum. So he just had a percentage. Right. He don't want no free throws no more. So he ain't taking no layups. Wow. Jumpers only. Wow. Jumpers only. Not a free throw in sight. And when, it, when we're in a penalty, oh, that's when he's the least aggressive. Oh, the passing it. <laughs> Oh, hot potato. Don't want <laughs> right? Because he wants that extra 500000 You know, so, you, you, know, so you, you can see how the game, like little clauses like that affects the game. I, I think it's bad for the game when you have incentives because incentives really became, becomes a selfish thing towards the end of the season. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And, and it can work against you because when you're talking about averaging certain things, mm-hmm. You got to remember, those teams don't want you to average to certain things when their money is involved and there's no winning involved. So when incentives kick in, no, bitch, I want all my money. <laughs> I don't want no, you make an extra, I, listen, because listen, if, I, if you're telling me I get an extra $20 million to make an all-star team or all-NBA, bitch, there ain't no winning coming here. <laughs> Nobody getting nothing. For sure. Right, this is all extra 10. <laughs> hey, I'm open. I know you are, but you ain't got extra 20 to get. <laughs> you ain't got an extra. Get. No, ain't nobody get that ball. I know it's you crazy. are. It's crazy with y'all. I know you are, but so am I. <laughs> you don't got no claws. But I'm saying, I know you are, but, but so am but I. But you don't have no claws. You know, they don't claws everybody up. I have his ass subbed out. Coach, get him out of here. <laughs> get him out of here. Right now. I split, I'll give you $2 million, coach. <laughs> coach, get him out. Listen, I, listen, I, listen, listen. <laughs> if y'all think, listen, listen, I'm so calculated. This is how calculated I am. When I didn't get, <laughs> when I didn't get voted on the All-Star game, and then they put me in, I sent every coach in the Eastern Conference a fruit basket. Ooh. Thank you for your, your, your consideration, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Every year I made the All-Star game, those coaches Got a fruit basket. Edible arrangement? With, yep, with, from Gilbert Arenas. With like God damn it, I want to keep... The best of the best. I don't know if it was edible arrangement. Should have sent all bananas. But, but hey, but listen, <laughs> think about but, but think of what I'm about, what I'm doing. I'm putting my resume in, God damn it. 100%. Right? If you want a fruit basket, God damn it, vote for me. <laughs> <laughs> Good-ass fruit basket. Good-ass fruit. All right, before we go, Rashad, you talked about that uh, Mark Masson story. So I just want to... Read off some details from that game. We, we glossed over it a little bit. But all seven of his three-point misses from that season came in that one game. Come on, it was the season finale. Yeah, Gil. Uh, he was one, <laughs> one for 15 uh, from the floor for the game, 0 for 2 at the line. Yeah, Gil. <laughs> uh, he hadn't taken a three-point shot in 135 games in like 1,600 minutes prior to that, that season. And uh, in a span of nine minutes in that game, he literally took – 44% of his career three three points. I can't make shit up. I'm not over here to motherfucker throw no gas up in the air. Got now I'm gonna tell you how it is, what I seen. I seen the shit. That now, is, now nobody got fined, huh? Nobody got fined, fired, nobody they didn't even make a conversation about it. Nobody got fined. You can play with the game like that, nobody got fined. We partied afterwards. I mean it's the end nice of the party. season. But what I'm saying is that no no one gets fined for even introducing this. Yeah. Like this is not. Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, I, I worked, listen, 
ain't no damn way that would have happened while I was playing. Because either not playing, don't, don't put me on the court with this dude. Not with him. I don't take nothing personal with Mark, but the fact the coach will even, you would even do this. Draw right? So that means I'm not playing, right? That means none of our starters is playing. Right. That means none of the top eight that work their ass off is playing. So you basically playing the last five, they're going to play 48 minutes. 100%. And then we can sit there like some fanboys and treat these sorry motherfuckers off. Every time. But not, we're not gonna, what we're not going to do is we're not going to pretend this is a regular game. And then you sitting here doing this. Like, I, 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 I did this once. So, um, coaching AAU, we were 2-0, and right? It's a three-game championship chance, right? I'm 2-0, and and then they told me before the game, right? They said, all right, look, this game don't matter. Mm-hmm. You guys, who you're playing against, you're going to play again in the championship. The way the schedule worked out, so you're playing the same team twice. So I said, so this game don't count. They were like, no. So I said, all right, all right, look, team. Listen, I'm usually hard on you fuckers, right? Your parents over here crying and looking at me bad because I'm not putting your sorry ass in and they paid this money, but like I tell them, you sorry, right? And I don't know what sport that sorry gets in the game. Like, it's not, it's normal. Like, look at the NBA roster. There's players on that team that you've never seen before, mm-hmm. right? They, but they on the team, that's your son, right? But we have a free game to give away. So, guys, go out there. You guys think y'all Steph Curry? How about this? This is the rule. All y'all shoot threes. Only. I don't want to see a layup in sight. If you even think about going to the layup. If you even think about, if you even think about doing a motherfucking move. <laughs> move. I'm subbing you out. All you're getting benched, right? I don't, we're a pressing team. I don't want you to press. I don't want to show them nothing we do. I want to scout them. Yep. Right? We're going out there and watching them. Chucking threes like, no, ooh, this, shit, this shit look horrible. Ooh, that was a bad idea. These motherfuckers suck. Right? And that's, but I'm watching them. I want to watch who their best player is. Okay, he's lefty. He does this. He does. They beat us by like 30. Right? They tried to use that as the championship game. Yep. And said, why would we want to play them in a the championship? So I told, the, uh, so they came up to me and said, all right, look, so that was the last, you know, I know you don't want to get it beat down like that again. I said, wait, hold on. Don't, uh, you're not going to do that to our kids. You said this was a giveaway game. I, as a coach, gave my team freedom for the first time, right? You put that fucking trophy away. You can put our name on it. We're going to beat the shit out of the sorry-ass team, mm. right? So you can go tell a little dude over here who's smiling and shit with his little parents. He's going to have a hard next game. Championship game blew them the fuck out. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Press for the beginning. But, like, the, I, I told my team, all of them, hey, this is a fuck-around game. Right, this is a fucking round game. But if I, so you sit there in warm-ups, you slept early, and then now you come into the game and Mark Masson out here shooting motherfucking threes, and I'm like, well, what's this? Bro. Let me know beforehand. Oh, fuck that. I'm coming off a national championship. I'm rookie season. I'm coming in. I got a winner's mentality going through the whole season in which I'm fighting for my minutes, trying to get on the court to help the team win which Dwayne Casey didn't like to play rookie, so I didn't yeah. have the opportunity to come in and help my team the way I wanted. So with my mentality, I'm like, man, I'm coming from a culture of we don't get them country boys nothing. Mm-hmm. Fuck them. You mean to tell me he get to shoot seven threes? And you not drawing no plays up for me to come in and give us a chance to win? That's a bad look. What? 
So what does that do to my mentality mm-hmm. as a as a young player coming into this league, saying this is how we doing business? I mean, I would say shit. Here we are, seventeen years later, and that's some shit. If I'm in your position, like I will remember that for the rest of my life. And you see this motherfucker yeah. did. <laughs> I'm saying seventeen details. Details. Because I'll still be heated. Because I'm like, yo, this is what I had to deal with for four years, and we had this conversation on the first time I came on y'all show. Like, what is it like being the guy that cares so much about playing and everybody else is like, what are we doing tonight? Mm-hmm. We just got toasted by 40. You don't care? Bro, I can't sleep. Like, what do I need to do to do more? And then it's like, damn, man, they really don't want you to do more because they're trying to get this pick next year. And, and that's, the, that's, the, that's the double-edged sword that no one's paying attention to. When you're a bottom-feeding team, Right? You are purposely losing. You have a loser's mentality. What are you actually drafting? Man. You're drafting a winning mentality. Absolutely. You're drafting a guy who's been winning for years. That's why he's that good. That is a clash. Man. When you think about it. Yeah. You got to somehow turn this losing mentality to winning mentality overnight, not to offend him. Yep. Because what happens is there's more of you to offset him, right? He's coming in trying to fit in at first. Yep. And he's going to consume more losing mentality than what he was accustomed to. (laughs) What a real vet was like, hey, don't get used to this. This is some bullshit over here. Do not get used to this losing. That's why you be hearing shit like that because you're taking a fucking win. You're picking a winner to a loser's mentality. When now, when you think about winners and winners, the greatest of the greats, Magic Johnson didn't go into no losing situation. He, there was no loser mentality over there. Real talk. Right? There was no losing mentality. Tim Duncan, that wasn't no losing mentality franchise. Right, those was winning. Those were winning mentalities. So when you're talking about drafting and you're a tinking team, you're sitting there getting somebody like Wimby, who's winning mentality for a reason. Yep. Scoot Henderson, right? These guys are these guys are animals, and you're taking them into a situation where you guys are fucking borderline losers. What does it make you? It turns you into an alcoholic. <laughs> you know what happens? You go out. And you fucking drink away your sorrows because we're losing. Yeah, I mean, you're trying you to figure out how to cope with it. You don't have, you don't, it's like, man, I'm going to go party. Because you know what? We fucking lost. And I remember doing interviews and they'd be like, well, you five for five, 20 points. Man, how do you feel? Who gives a fuck? We lost. Oh, fuck about 20 points. We fucking lost. I'm trying to figure out how to win because that's what I care about. So then it's like, I'm keep hearing this, 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 this losing thing and it's, and it's acceptable throughout the locker room. No one else is mad like me. It's like, maybe I'm doing the wrong thing here. I'm caring a little too much. Let me go out with them and stop being the outcast. I'm being the, the, the guy that's like the difference maker and the energy in the locker room. So let me just fit in with the guys. So what are we doing tonight, guys? I guess we shouldn't be talking about Kobe 60 and let's talk about how many bottles we pop in the night. Hmm. Sounds like... Sounds like a locker room I've been in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, not to end on a down note, but this is some real shit, man. So we you know, appreciate the conversation, discussion. I think for you people out there, try to be a winner. Being a loser is easy. <laughs> no, that's not. Facts. <laughs> like, it's easy being a fucking loser. 
Yeah, if winning was easy, anybody could do it. But that's our show for today. We appreciate y'all pulling up to Gills Arena presented by Underdog Fantasy. Woo! 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 Tomorrow our last show for the week, and then we will be live all next week. See y'all tomorrow. <laughs>